five on five in five. It is Friday, September 22nd, the last full day of summer. Moment of silence, please. Let's pause. Because it's going to be freezing cold forever now. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. I'll learn how to do that at the well, Wellness Festival today, there you which go. we'll get into that later. <laughs> okay. D- dramatics are over. No, the weather is supposed to be very nice, Kelly. Very nice. <laughs> I know. So you can't even be upset yet because no. summer really hasn't gone anywhere, at least in the forecast, and that's where it really matters. So today, high of 83, no rain chances for the weekend, which I feel like that's the best news you can get. Again, our forecast coming from meteorologist Randy Rico. Overnight, comfortable, cool in the mornings and evenings. So maybe grab the light jacket, have it handy if you're heading out to any of the fall festivals or you want to go to the pumpkin patch, go pick apples, do all the fall things, uh, and put your caption as all the fall things. I'm just continuing my theme of singing on this podcast. (laughs) Two for two, back to back. Right? (laughs) Let's see what Monday holds. Uh, But yeah, so just bring a light jacket, do those things in the morning, and then by the afternoon, you're back full into summer and you can run through the sprinklers high of 81 tomorrow and then again back cool and comfortable in the evening so this is really this is the time when many people can thrive yes there's a little something for everybody and sports for everybody things to do for everybody and we're going to go over a few of those right now for five on five in five five stories on channel five in five minutes the clock is started our first story is the united auto workers strike could potentially be growing might have already expanded depending on when you listen to this podcast but The United Auto Workers have given the big three, which is Ford, GM, and Stellantis, until noon today to come to the negotiating table with a better deal, or they might ask more factories to go on strike. That's if what they're calling, quote-unquote, serious progress is not made. So it's definitely interesting that deadline is 12 o'clock Friday, 12 noon Friday. So we are talking to you on a Friday. We've only got about a handful of hours until that deadline. So... That locally translates to what will happen at the Sharonville plant, which is a Ford facility. Will they be part of that expanded strike? Also looking at will there be additional layoffs trying to figure out how they're going to make all of this work and as production tries to continue on. But it's going to get harder if that expansion happens. The trickle down effect is already happening and it could trickle even more um, in just a matter of hours. So we shall see. Our next story, the Western and Southern. We all know it. We all love it. Longest running tennis tournament in 100 years or something like that. It's it's a record-breaking tournament up in Mason, up in Warren County, but it could potentially be on the move because uh, the North Carolina legislature approved $20 million to go into a fund or give it to Bevoke Capital, give it to this billionaire to build a massive tennis tournament down there in Charlotte, North Carolina. He already got commitments from the city of Charlotte and also Mecklenburg County, where Charlotte lies, uh, for about $95 million that's what he needed. They're a little bit short of what they asked for, but when you're talking about large venture capital funds, they can find a few million dollars pretty easily. So is that the tipping point that sends Western Southern to North Carolina? We'll see in the next couple of weeks, but is another step in, in the process, another piece of the puzzle uh, that could potentially, potentially see it leave our area. This is a very layered it conversation is. because so many different players are involved. So maybe you see a headline that says, North Carolina falls short. Well, they fell short, but only by $10 million. Only $10 million when you're talking about a venture capitalist. So it just, there's a lot of details and nuances here. So uh, we still don't have an answer, but one may be coming a lot sooner now. Yeah, Mason officials say they are still negotiating. They are still feeling good. We'll see. That's all you can do right now. 
Let's talk about the inmate, the hunt for a murder suspect who was accidentally released from a jail in Indiana. Now, this is about three hours from here, so not our immediate area, but certainly close enough for people to feel like they want to be aware of what's going on. So a man was released from prison by accident two days after he was arrested on multiple warrants for murder that happened in 2021. They had just caught up with him. He had just been arrested. A clerical error released him from jail two days later. He's been on the run. They didn't alert the public for six days. So I believe he was arrested September 11th, accidentally released on the 13th, but we didn't really get wind of this until many days later. They said this was a tactical move. They were trying to not alert him that they were looking for him. But now, obviously, that's getting a lot of feedback that he still has not been located or caught. So um, the murder that happened that he was arrested in connection with was from September of 2021 in Minneapolis. There is concern that he maybe has gone to Florida. Obviously, again, we always want people to be aware. There now is a reward as well for the successful arrest of this man, his name is Kevin Mason, um, just as a heads up. And there will be pictures all over social media as well if you search his name, um, just to be mindful. And the clerical error that involved two employees, those employees have been fired. Yeah, not something you want to hear happening with the man charged with murder, no. just allowed to walk out of the door. So uh, keep an eye out there for Kevin Mason if he happens to come to the Cincinnati area. You never know, just one of those things you'd like to be aware of. Our next story, the Kroger Wellness Fest starts today. It is Friday and Saturday, 11 to 7 p.m., is there anything this festival is not doing? It's wild. And, you know, feel how you want to about corporate America. But with Kroger based here, it is nice that there is some level of giving back in this form, which is something that's accessible to everyone. There's free stuff everywhere. Like, bring a bag because they'll have one. Actually, just kidding. They'll have tote bags. I'm sure somebody will be giving away uh, to take all of the stuff home really cool speakers you look at the list of names that are in town for this and it's incredible a significant list from peyton and eli manning venus williams john cena peloton instructor extraordinaire alex toussaint which <laughs> i will be going to see later on this afternoon so if you're down there come say hi uh but no very cool uh, festival a uh, hundred thousand hundred and twenty five thousand people came last year and with the weather you were talking about i expect them to blow through that this afternoon and tomorrow because in past years it's been really hot or the chance of rain so this could not be a better forecast for it um it does have second street downtown shut down so if you are heading around town to anything not just kroger wellness festival please be mindful of that um it definitely impacts a lot of people traffic wise and our final story football 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 to go with many things else happening this weekend high school football blitz by friday winton woods is at anderson we'll be there our weather team will be at st x elder is coming to play against them then tomorrow campus is going to be crazy with Oklahoma Sooners coming to play the Cincinnati Bearcats. Noon kickoff at historic Nippert Stadium. First game in the Big 12. And a big game. Very big game. One that maybe, and you mentioned this last week, they were looking, or earlier this week rather, looking ahead to and kind of looked past the Miami game. So, uh, you know, hopefully they prepared. Hopefully they focused. They're the underdogs, but... You never know in college football. That's that's very true. We saw uh, uh, Colorado beat TCU in the opener. Nobody expected that to happen. But, and then finally, of course, Bengals Monday Night Football here on WLWT. We're all on calf watch. This is not, not, not a cow giving birth to a calf. This is Joe Burrow's <laughs> injured calf that we are all waiting to see what happens here. You know, I pulled I pulled the Internet, which is a dangerous <laughs> thing to do uh, in Ooh, 2023. You know, they've been. The people have been pretty good so far saying, what do you think? Do you think he should play the overwhelming 
thought is no. Rest this calf, get it better. Let's let's get him back to a hundo P, as our executive producer Donovan Klein would say, and then get him back out there. Um, and somebody else reminding me that um, I believe it was Mixon who said. Don't, he shouldn't play until he's ready to play in the early part of the season. No, so. Jamar said that. Yeah, Jamar, Jamar Chase. Chase. Yeah. There's Jamar Chase. Thank yeah. you. It's a conversation that you got to have, but as far as the backups go. Yeah, it's uh, Will Greer is now a New England Patriot, so there's one healthy quarterback on the roster, Jake Browning. So, Jake, take all those snaps and be ready, sir, because your number's probably getting called on Monday night. Which you can watch on WLWT. You can watch on WLWT. Yeah, listen, we're excited for it. We, we're going to talk about this on Monday. There's going to be a lot to talk about, and I don't think we'll have an answer until game time Monday. Yes, they'll probably Strategy. keep that close to the vest uh, until then. So that is five on five in five. Fletcher was off today. Fletcher, we hope you're enjoying your weekend. That's Kelly. I'm Steven. We'll see you on Monday.